Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 2. When we last visited Wren Island, Alice and Theodore was huddled in bed listening to a raging windstorm. She was worried about her boat, worried about her dogs, worried she'd never get a chance to do anything important. And I promised you we would experience something readers specifically requested be part of Wren Island. We'll spend about five minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to hear the story behind the story. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 1, Scene 2. The next morning, Allison woke slowly. No more storm. No more boat, probably, either. It was either sunk or drifted to Canada by now. In the early light, she pulled on clothes and walked through the house checking for storm damage. Every single leaded glass pane on the south side of the house was intact, so woohoo about that! The fireplaces were all dry, and there weren't any strange noises coming from anywhere. Everything seemed okay. The power was still out, though. She plugged her phone into a portable charger and tucked the works into her vest pocket. When the dogs woke up, Allison snapped a leash on Lokita and stepped outside. Louise bounded ahead, scattering the brown birds hopping between low-lying branches. The storm had washed new kelp and driftwood up to the high tide line, and, just as she'd feared, her boat was gone. What if it was out there leaking gasoline or oil? There was nothing she could do about it now except alert the authorities. She walked to the end of the dock with the dogs. Now we're on the dock. We are on the dock, so be careful where you walk. Careful where you walk. She sat and dangled her legs over the water. A year ago, she'd been working at a day job and eating microwave dinners off a folding table older than she was. Now she had this life, thanks to five miniature paintings her mother had picked up for 50 cents each at a yard sale because she thought they'd look cute in her bathroom. After her mother's funeral, Allison tacked up the paintings in her own closet-sized bathroom. A co-worker stopped by to deliver a second-hand television, used the bathroom, and suggested Allison get a professional opinion on the paintings. The day before the appraisal, she wildly imagined getting enough money to pay for car repairs. Wasn't that funny? All she'd hoped for was a new transmission. The day after the paintings went to auction, she could have bought every car dealership in the county. Instead, she did something she'd always wanted to do. She took a day off work and went on a whale-watching tour. As the tour boat weaved through islands, a lopsided real estate sign caught her attention. An English Tudor-style house peeked out from the woods, fronted by an expansive beach of driftwood and boulders. So she did something else she'd always wanted to do. She bought herself a house. 
a house that came with a forest and a beach. Her mother would have loved this place. Across the quiet morning, the sound of a gong resonated. That meant whales could be heard through Wren's hydrophone. Allison trained her eyes on the water off the western point where the whales were most likely to be. Scientists used the hydrophone to understand whales better, but the people at the commune up the hill monitored the hydrophone for fun and rang the gong as a friendly way of letting their neighbors know to tune in. Allison patted the dogs at her side and watched the water. There they were, a pod of five orcas traveling close to shore and toward her boat dock. The orcas surfaced several times in a row to breathe, then dove deep, arching their backs and straightening their tails. A dive like that meant they'd stay underwater for several minutes. This was worth using battery power for. Allison pulled up the app on her phone and listened as the orcas she'd seen talked and sang to each other. A puff of air burst from the water near the dock, one orca emerging to breathe. Then more puffs as the rest of the family surfaced. Allison tilted her head. I heard you guys singing. Encore? Another deep dive, more singing. When the orcas moved on, Allison tucked away her phone and battery pack. No more gonging came from up the hill, but a bobbing sound came from nearby, like a boat bumping lightly against a dock. Wait a minute. Allison stood and poked her head into the boathouse. Her boat! Tied up nice and neat! Ralph must have done that last night. Old Ralph, her neighbor who seemed to pride himself on not being helpful, had sure come through this time. Outside the service entrance of the house, Allison hosed the dogs clean and toweled them dry. Lokita ambled inside and settled in her bed. Louise took off around the outside of the house. Allison walked through the house and let Louise in at the front. Maybe you'd like to learn to ring the doorbell? Allison collected the dry tools from the garage and stored them in the shed, each in their designated places. One of these days, she was going to order a label maker and mark where every tool should go. That would be fun. Exactly at noon, she gave each of the dogs a cookie, the kind that wouldn't crumble apart with every crunch. When the power and internet came back on, she microwaved a mug of water and steeped one bag of tea, being careful not to drip on the counter. She returned the tea to the cabinet, straightening the box to be in line with a canister of sugar. Then she opened her laptop to find out what the rest of the world had been up to. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 2. Before I began writing this series, I asked readers what kinds of things they wanted to include in the story. Resoundingly, readers asked for whales, and in particular, orcas, also known as killer whales. They're an iconic part of the Pacific Northwest, and we'll be seeing a lot more of them during our time on Wren Island. We'll also find out more about that cool hydrophone. In the next episode, we'll get the first hint that Allison's neat, tidy life might be going to get a little... disrupted? Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff like real-time behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story. 
invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.